This is Sunday Morning Magazine with your host, Rodney Lear. And welcome back to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. My next guest is famed disabilities motivational speaker, Wesley Hamilton. After accident left him paralyzed from the waist below, he spearheaded a movement to make the fitness and gym industry more inclusive for athletes with disabilities. It's our pleasure to welcome Wesley Hamilton to Sunday Morning Magazine. Good morning, Wesley. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. It is my pleasure. Now, let's start at the beginning for you. Now, I understand that you moved out on your own at the age of 16 years old. At that age, were you prepared to be out on your own? And I'm sure you learned some lessons about life very quickly, didn't you? Yeah, I did, actually. Was I prepared? I don't think so, but I grew up at a time where maybe I expected to only be in the house till I was 18. So I thought I was potentially doing my parents a favor by leaving earlier, um, which, you know, ultimately the lessons that life taught me made me realize, you know, I probably should have stayed home. Okay. In your early 20s, you became a father, and I'm sure that forced a lot of growing up, too, as well. Yeah, (laughs) I joke about it now, but I definitely wasn't expecting to be a parent so early. But I believe that I I needed to, you know, be a responsible parent, you know, and I, I wanted to step up no matter how old I was. So let's talk about this now. Let's talk about at the age of 24, your world changed. Share with us what happened. So I had just turned 24 January 9th, and five days after that, I was um, having an altercation with an ex-girlfriend of mine. I ended up going over to her house, and when I arrived, she was going into the home with another person. And the person that was inside of her home called someone else to assist him. Uh, the person that came shot me multiple times in my abdomen, and... Uh, it ultimately led to me being paralyzed from the waist down. So, Wesley, it's been 10 years since you were shot, but what were the first few months and years like for you, both on a mental and physical level? What was that like, the recovery process? I was already battling a level of identity, trying to figure what who I was, and acquiring this disability I mean, I didn't want to accept it. Like, I just, I I don't think I was ever happy with who I was as a person um, just because of the choices I had made in life. And now I was having to accept a new life that, frankly, there was no positive representation of a person in a wheelchair at this time. And so I I went through a a lot of depression. I went through a lot of hate, self-hate. And just not feeling wanted, you know, isolation. Life was just lifing for me in so many ways. And it just wasn't, it wasn't giving me the hope um, that life would be better. And in case you're just tuning in this morning, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. This morning, we're speaking to famed disabilities motivational speaker, Wesley Hamilton. For more information on Wesley, for more information on the show, reach out to us on social media, Instagram and Twitter at Rodney Lear on air, Facebook at Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. Now, you just talked about the emotional roller coaster you went through after your accident, after you were shot. What is it that got you through those difficult times? It was being a father. As I shared before, I thought that, you know, I wasn't expecting to be a parent, but I knew that I wanted to take that responsibility. Um, And I never understood that that commitment 
was going to be able to be the pivot of my change in life. And what I'm getting to is right before my injury, right before I was shot, I had just got sole custody of my daughter. And so while I was going through these these moments of defeat and and really not feeling like I I had any hope, I I still had to be a parent. I still had to be a father. And I mentally always believed that, you know, as a man, you do want to show your child what strength looks like, what the ability to overcome, right? Like I I was, all these lessons that was poured into me as a, a kid actually started to be activated at this point. Yeah, I was down and out, but I was also a father to a little girl. And the last thing that I wanted her to remember was a weak man, right? Like I just, that was, that was for me. And, you know, and, and because of that mindset, I became stronger than I ever thought I could be um, mentally, physically, emotionally. One day while I was in the like, hospital, my daughter looked at me in my wheelchair and she called my wheelchair a Superman chair. And I always reflect on that because I think that day I was definitely defeated, but my child saw strength in me when I lost I was weakness. And that was my pivot. It was that I started I had to think smaller, you know, I was defeated by the perception that others had on me, but my own child saw me more powerful than anything I'd ever could see in a mirror. Wow. Look at that out of the mouths of babes, as they say. Now, Wesley, you are the founder of Disabled, but not really. Tell us about that foundation, that organization, if you will. Being able to have someone like my child speak life into me was the pivot of the rest of my life. It changed everything. And I wanted to be able to create something that speaks life into other people that are facing the same similar situation. And so I wanted to create my nonprofit organization that helped individuals with disabilities find their identity after injury. And again, in case you're just tuning in, we're speaking to Wesley Hamilton. After an accident, he was paralyzed from the waist down. He is the founder of Disabled, but not really. He's here this morning to share his story. Now, as I mentioned earlier, Wesley, you are a motivational speaker. When you have the opportunity to speak to those that are in the disabled community, What's your message to them? What do you say to them? You know, don't allow your current circumstances to identify who you are, um, that we are more than the situations that we're put into. Self-love is also another big thing that I share because the moment you begin to love yourself, you can accept the things that most people don't. And within the disabled community, a lot of us are trying to be accepted and we have yet to accept ourselves. And so acceptance of ourselves can allow us to be the powerhouse that can shift the world and change the perception of how we're seen by the way that we see ourselves. So, Wesley, in addition to being a motivational speaker, your work there and your work with disabled, but not really, you're also revolutionizing how the gym and fitness industry is making more inclusive environments for athletes experiencing challenges such as working out in wheelchairs. Tell us about your work there. Oh, yeah. Fitness became something that I fell in love with after my injury. Before my injury, I never worked out. I was overweight, but... My daughter called me Superman, right? So I had to find that strength, and I became stronger um, than I ever been. And with that, you know, I, I've gained a level of confidence to go into gyms. But what I've acknowledged is that a lot of gyms aren't accessible. 
a lot of them aren't created for someone with a disabled body as much as it might just, you know, mark a, a checkbox. But for me, people with disabilities, especially physical disabilities, should be able to have the ability to have a healthier lifestyle. And there are equipment that's out there that are, are inexpensive. So um, I believe in a quote that we have to be the change we wish to see in the world. And with so many people and institutions not ready to become fully inclusive, we started to try to design it ourselves. And so that's what we're focused on is really changing the way that a fitness facility looks so that it can welcome everybody and their bodies. So we're working with different companies that actually do the development of equipment, but we're creating the structures of the facility to make them more inclusive, as well as teaching other gyms and institutions how to bring in certain equipment and programs to amplify their their community. And Wesley, before we get off the phone, I know you're doing some stuff with um, Queer Eye. Tell me about your connection there. Queer Eye was, has been an amazing platform. Um, if anyone hasn't watched, uh, I've been on two episodes. The first episode, um, they came in and just really helped me become who I am today. Um, and it's very much of a powerful episode. I even get to meet the person that shot me on that episode and tell them how grateful I was for the life that they gave me. So earlier I asked you what your message is to those in the um, disabled community, but what's your message to those that are not in that community? What do you want us to know or what do you want everyone to know about your plight and what, what do you want us to know? You know, that's a great question. Um, when people sometimes think about the disabled community, they, they leave out the fact that someday at some point of our lives, we are all going to experience some type of physical limitation and that we should create a world that we can all live in, that we will want to live in and not wait till something happens to us to make access available to everybody. It's up to everybody around to include everybody because it's not if, but when it will happen to you. And you want to be able to prepare yourself mentally, physically, and emotionally for life. And so that's my message is that we want to see everybody come together and be as a whole. And we have to think about making changes for people that we may not resemble today, but we might later on in life. Okay, so earlier you talked about how before the accident, before your life changed, you were overweight, um, in your words, um, you were overweight. But what is it like for now to be in featured in Shape Magazine and Men's Health Magazine and be <laughs> in the best shape of your life at this point? What is that like for you? It feels great. You know, I grew up in... Um, <laughs> I just grew up in low-income communities that were food desert. I didn't understand what healthy living was. So for me, like, if people really want to know where a lot of my confidence and things come from, it's, it's from being healthy, you know, and, and having an active lifestyle. Yeah, so, you know, for me, I just feel like the, uh, the direction of living a healthy lifestyle has really shifted and changed my life, and that's what makes me happy every day. So... For me to be acknowledged on these larger platforms only allows me to know that the work that I'm doing, one, is actually working, and two, it is shifting the perception of how people see a disabled body. And if that can empower more people, then I'm up for it. 
fitness is a lifestyle for me, so I'm never going to stop. All right. Thank you so much. If our listeners would like to find out more about you, how can they find out more about you, Wesley? Um, yes, they can follow me on all social media. I am Wes Hamilton uh, or visit my website, WesleyHamilton.life. All right. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I appreciate you. Thank you. Stick around. We'll be back with more Sunday Morning Magazine in a moment.